0: Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a show that brings you tales of terrifying females from lore, legend, and everything in between. This week, we head way back in time for a story of accusations, witchcraft, and deadly charms. Without further ado, let's get down to it. This week's topic is Agnes Sampson. While the date of her birth is unknown, our story takes place during the late 1500s. Agnes Sampson was a healer who lived in Nether Keith, which was a part of Barony of Keith in East Lothian, Scotland. She was a widow with children and was the only one responsible for taking care of her family. Agnes did this by being a midwife, and she was considered to have healing powers. Now that we know a little bit about Agnes's life, let's take a look at the event that would eventually make her famous. In the spring of 1590, King James IV, the King of Scotland, returned home from Copenhagen after marrying Anne of Denmark, the daughter of the King of Denmark, Norway. At that time and during his visit, the King learned that the Danish court was obsessed with witchcraft and the black arts, a topic James soon became interested in himself. While on this journey back to Copenhagen via ship, The king, his new wife, and crew were tormented by storms. When they finally arrived, surviving the dangerous voyage, due to the belief in witchcraft brewing in their area, Denmark began a hunt to find out who exactly caused the storms. One of the accused, Anna Coldings, gave the names of five other women who acted with her in raising the storms that threatened Anne of Denmark's voyage. They all eventually confessed to the crime of witchcraft, and claimed that they sent devils to climb up the keel of the ship. In September of 1590, two of the five women were burned for this crime. It was at this point King James began his own hunt in Scotland. Many of the accused that were sent to trial were actually questioned by the king himself. Agnes was one of the accused. Gillis Duncan a maid who worked for a man named David Seaton was forced into a confession by her employer. Apparently, Duncan had begun exhibiting a miraculous healing ability. Seton became suspicious when his employee had begun sneaking out at night. When he confronted the woman about her healing and late-night trips, she claimed she could not explain her strange behavior. With this... Seton tortured her until she confessed to being a witch, and accused many others of joining her, Agnes being the eldest witch of the group. When brought in for the crime of witchcraft, Agnes denied the charge. She endured torture and still remained silent, only claiming she would confess if the mark of the devil was found on her body. A mark on Agnes's privates was reported to have been found and, true to her word, Agnes supposedly confessed. First, she claimed to have caused a storm that drowned Jane Kennedy, a companion of Mary, Queen of Scots. This was done by collecting the body of a dead cat and attaching parts of a dead man, and sinking all of that in the sea near Leith, Scotland. That was the same charm used to raise the storm that threatened the king's life. In reports documenting more of her confession, an English ambassador, Robert Bowes, wrote that Agnes confessed to attempting to steal the king's shirt and linens for charms. As a rebuttal, and in what I assume was an insult, Agnes called Bowes a little black fat man with black hair, and claimed Bowes met some of the accused in a cellar while the king was in Denmark, offering gold in exchange for a charm to be put on the king in order to make him infertile. Bose noted that this personal description was inaccurate. King James wasn't totally convinced of Agnes's guilt in the beginning, but later changed his mind. On January 27, 1591, charges against Agnes were drawn up with 53 points, or Articles of Detail. She was brought to the scaffold on Castle Hill, garroted or strangled, and burned on January 28, 1591 her spirit is said to have continued on after her death, and Agnes' ghost, bald and stripped like she was at the time of her death, has been seen roaming Holyrood Palace. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover, or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, Follow Malicious Mamas on Instagram. Also, if you could rate, review, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas. Hey guys, I'm Abby. And I'm Shauna, and we're the host of a podcast called Anxious and Afraid. Do you love deep dives into true crime? The paranormal? Strange history? Conspiracies? Well, so do we, and each week we take turns surprising each other with whatever anxiety-inducing subject we are obsessed with that week. Tune in each week to hear Shauna mispronounce words. Um, the guys on the lookout apparently asked for binoculars. Did I say that right? So the photos showed him and his colleague entertaining <laughs> And listen in as Abby constantly asks too many questions. I was oh, about to ask you a lot of questions. And I'm glad that you interrupted me. Continue. <laughs> I would have told you to shut up. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what Stop I'm trying to Stop quizzing me. Do. Okay, okay, you know, I did enough research. <laughs> Let me just tell the damn story. Jesus, continue. Episodes drop every Tuesday, available wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also find us at our website, anxiousandafraid.com. We're always looking for new friends, so don't forget to rate and subscribe.